This is the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, May 3rd. Welcome back, Corey Tackman. Hi, how are you? Oh, you know, uh, how was your week? Um, my week was awesome. Can I give you just a quick rundown of yeah, this? Yeah, go for it. So I've been turkey hunting for, this was my third year. Uh-huh. Third year turkey hunting, and I've never gotten a turkey. Um, mostly f- because of my own inabilities. Um, the the first year in particular, I uh, kind of panicked in a situation. I just, I don't, I don't know. I just didn't know what to do in a in a spot that was probably pretty run of the mill. But I'd never done it before. I kind of panicked, and I I just kind of blew my chance. Whatever, life goes on. Um, and then you uh you just continue to hear stories over the years of like. Man, there are just so many turkeys around, and how many people go out and they like, they get a turkey a day. It seems like they they get one for themselves in the first hour of the first morning, and then they just go out with other people and help. And like, geez, mm-hmm. we, is turkey hunting the easiest thing on the uh, like? It's like playing whack a mole for you guys because, I mean, I could have had one, but cripes, I didn't know it was this easy. Anyway, uh, I was in the woods for thirty minutes on Wednesday morning. And my hunt was over. It was incredible. I spent more time packing my lunch the night before than I did sitting in the woods waiting for turkeys to walk my direction. It was incredible. I was walking in at 535. I was sitting by 545, like like totally situated and settled. And at 605, at 606, I was at the bird I had just yeah harvested it was incredible I like I was laughing you know how maniacal and weird you got to sound to just be laughing out loud in the woods by yourself you're just standing over a dead turkey cackling yeah <laughs> I couldn't believe it I've had fired off text messages to a half a dozen people by 606 Wednesday morning a yeah. week ago it was it was wild like I think if I think if I would have drawn up a perfect hunt I would it would have been until like eight. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you get out there. You would have had to sweat a little bit. There's lots of gobbling. There's lots of action. There's there's it, there's stuff happening, but it's just gonna take a while for maybe one to meander my direction. And instead, what happened was I sat down facing one way, gave a little honk on my call, heard a bird behind me, so I sat around on the other side of the tree. I gave a honk again. I heard two more birds. I gave one more honk, and they were closer. And it just, the, here they come. There's like It's a super cool feeling. That's, um, I've really only ever deer hunted, and, I've, and I have turkey hunted for a few years. But there is a really fun feeling of knowing that that bird is talking to you and it's closer than it was the last time it talked to you, and it's closing. There's a big sense of adrenaline. Oh, my gosh. And the way, the way I was sitting was I was actually kind of looking. It wasn't, I wouldn't say a hill, but it, but it was an upward. I was looking up over the slope and on the, uh, at the, so, like, I knew that it was closing, but I also knew I wasn't going to be able to see it until it was bang right on top of me. Like, it was going to be. It was probably 45 yards out the first time I ever had a chance to see it even mm-hmm. just because it had to come over the ridge. So that was fun to like 
be talking with it and waiting for it to gobble and sitting up against the tree and like, okay, I should kind of be pointing in this direction. And then it would gobble again. And now I was like, okay, now I need to, I was at 11 o'clock. Now I need to be at 12 o'clock. Oh, there it is at one o'clock. And now finally at three was where I was finally able to get my shot. But it was uh super fun, man. Like I, I, uh, it's weird to take an entire week off and then be done by the time Dan finishes his news over here on KWAD <laughs> or almost even started his, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was 6.05 when I shot the turkey. Dan was just starting probably his news. <laughs> Wasting no time. I was done. I just had a week off after that. <laughs> I spent I've I've waken up that early in the morning to go to the bathroom and spent longer in the bathroom than that turkey hunt took. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, that went longer than I wanted it to, but it was really fun and I'm I'm glad to have one under my belt now and um I know that it'll, it'll never work like that again. I know that because I had two other seasons, full seasons of not anything at all. Yeah. So, so you just spent the rest of the time you had off uh, researching turkey jerky recipes. I, 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 researching recipes, um, texting everyone I know, including other turkey hunters for recipes that they have. Um, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And then doing nothing also, by the way. This is important to note that I'd slept in quite often. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Say, um, since I was gone for a week, I wanted to uh, just kind of play a, a little, it's just not, it's not really a game, but just a little back and forth with you. Yeah, you missed okay. a pretty eventful week, actually. Yeah, I did. So, for late April. So I'm just wondering if you could catch me up on a, on a few subjects. All right. I know you've talked about them, but I uh, now that we're, I've been gone for a week, and in that time frame, some things have come to an end as far as Minnesota sports go. So I, I just want to see where we're at a week later, okay? Yeah. So now that we're removed a week or so, from the end of the Timberwolves season. Uh-huh. How are we feeling? How we like let's can we grade the year? Can we give the Timberwolves a grade on on the 2022-2023 season? Sure. I think, you know, early indications if you were to pull me even as early as last week, but especially through points of the season, I'd give him a big old stinking F. <laughs> but, you know, I've leaned towards like a C minus. Sure. In my assessment. One, because I will factor in Carl Anthony Towns being injured for two-thirds of the season. Yep. Does certainly have uh, an impediment. And then also, we kind of forget Tim Conley getting thrown in the mix late as well. D'Lo getting taken out of the mix. So there's just like, this team was kind of built on the... The team that we saw at the end of the year was kind of put together on the fly. Consider Cat and Conley in there and Gobert still trying to mesh and Ant trying to take that next step. Then, of course, Nas Reed getting hurt late, Jaden McDaniel. I mean, there's just, I, I get it that there's chaotic and some of the problems were self-driven, but, I mean, they still made the playoffs. Now it was an eight seed, and basically it means you're done in the first round. You get a participation trophy, which isn't ideal, but still, missing the playoffs, had a good chance to win that play-in. Uh, I think, overall, you are like a C minus D plus range, like your average to below average, considering the situation you were put in. If they were fully healthy and did this, then I would lean closer to an F. I, um, my gut reaction is probably a little higher than, than you. I would maybe say like, just like a, 
like a just a comfortable C C plus even just because and it's for this reason and this reason only the team had a stink on them all year yeah that from yeah. the very beginning and some of that like you talked about was self induced uh, with the Gobert with the Gobert trade now I I. I it's not that there was a stink of him coming in, right? People were pretty excited about this, and there was like, uh, "Oh, hey, look at the a team is going after it for the first like mm-hmm. they're selling their souls to try to win right now." Minnesota teams don't typically do that, so that was that part was exciting, and I do a- agree with that. But fr- from very early on, it was clear that it wasn't working as hoped. And then Carl got like there was just it just the from transition the very was bumpy. beginning it was yeah. just it had a whiff to it that was not that pleasant. My the reason I'm a little higher than you when it's all said and done is because in that time Anthony Edwards got to learn what it was like to be the leader on the team. Like it had to be him all season long to kind of shoulder mm-hmm. the burden of what this team was doing. And even though it wasn't awesome at times, and it was weird for the team when it's all said and done, it felt like a really important growing season. And um, so he's like the he's he's the you know he's the the beacon kind of off yeah. through the fog. I would say. So that's why I would be a little higher. But otherwise, I think I agree with you. Most points, with if you're not counting free throws this season, Corey, number one is Jason Tatum. He scored 1,694 points excluding free throws, so just points exclusively on the floor. Anthony Edwards in second with uh, 1,627, beating out Luka Doncic and Donovan Mitchell in the top four. Wow, that's amazing. And you you would hope he's established himself now to get some of those free throws Mm -hmm. uh, going towards next year. Okay, um, same question about the Minnesota Wild. How are we feeling? Let's put a grade now that we're removed from this now, a week-ish, week or so, week plus. I don't remember exactly when they lost. What's the grade on the Wild season? Uh, I think I'm gonna go with. Uh, I think I'm just gonna go with the C plus. Uh, I mean, the first round playoff exit stings, and of course, like it's just with the wild. It's just kind of become a yearly thing. But overall, I mean, when we take a thirty thousand foot view, Boldy and Kaprizov uh, both kind of had weird stretches, and they both didn't play great in the playoffs. But they still kind of have proven endpoints that both those two can be high in talent. Brock Faber being thrown into the mix helps out a lot. But I think when you consider the C plus, isn't because they didn't meet expectations expectations but it's just because of the expectations weren't very high to begin with so it's why it doesn't get a d or an f um now they still were in a position to win the series and they they it's not like they got swept or gentlemen swept but with the wild uh they still have to deal they're still in salary cap heck with Parisi and Suter's contracts and it's really limited their ability to build around Kaprizov and Boldy yes uh so what I mean as much as we'd like them to make a deep cup run they're just not built for that right now uh yeah, I, I think I I think I agree with that. Remember when they got beat like a hundred to zero in their like they were outscored in their first three games, something like thirty goals to none. Yeah, something. Abs- I mean, it was an absurd number. Even I know that's an exaggeration, also. But um, um, for them to play as well as they did after the All Star break, especially without Kaprizov. Um, to make the run that they did. Yeah, it kind of sizzled at the end, fizzled maybe a little bit even. Um, I think a C, C plus. I think that's, 
I think that's fair. You're not hanging it on the fridge, but you're certainly not getting a call from the principal's office to your parents. Like, uh, his performance is subpar. Is there anything from, because of these C grades with the Timberwolves and the Wild, what would have made it a B? Like, just more wins? For the Wild winning a playoff series, for the Wolves even just winning that first play-in game. Like, Sure. Basically. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, okay, it's been a week since the draft, right? A week tomorrow would yep. be. Uh, uh, so the the dust has kind of settled on the NFL draft. How are we feeling about what the Vikings did? Can we put a grade? Uh, this is super cliche, putting a grade on a draft. Yeah. But um, uh, uh, like, how are we feeling as, as the dust has settled on that? I'll give it a B, and not necessarily because I think that Quasey nailed the draft. I think that he did about as good as he could have done, given that he only came in with five picks. He ended up leaving with six. Uh, and you got a wide receiver in Jordan Addison. You got the Adam Thielen replacement. You didn't take a quarterback. You didn't even take a corner back. You didn't do anything flashy, and that's okay because one corner wasn't going to fix that defense. It was going to be bad regardless or a work in progress regardless, and you set yourself up for even if you don't didn't take a quarterback this year, Whatever quarterback in 2024, whether it's Kirk, whether it's whoever, has Jefferson, Hawkinson, Addison, and set up for him to succeed, whoever that is going to be. And Makai Blackman in the third round, decent corner. We'll see what he does. The rest of the guys are all, you took a running back out of UAB, very high productive player in college. Outside of that, the rest of them are just kind of bodies until proven otherwise. But I think given the situation where you don't have a ton of picks, I think Quasey did a good job just taking high value positions and just giving, just getting warm bodies into camp. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm glad they didn't reach for one of the quarterbacks. I mean, they got one and a, pro, a guy who is appropriate for his spot at that spot. He'll be a nice backup. That's his ceiling. Yep. Yeah. Um. Very quickly, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip some things. I want to jump to some high school sports. Okay. Uh, we're eyeing some things up for tomorrow and Friday for our broadcast schedule. Keep an eye out for that. I also saw over the week that I was gone. Uh, there is discussion happening between Ashby and Brandon Evansville co-oping for football. Huh? And I and I believe even uh, going f- maybe with all of their sports that I don't know I I would need to reread some of the um, long live the, the press release press release but um, some uh, meetings happening later this month about a co-op agreement between Ashby and Brandon Evansville Ashby of course co-ops with West Central area during the football or they have in the past um, but that being said there's there's been some conference realignments there's been some major change like i think of outer tail central is, underwood going back down underwood outer tail central are moving to nine-man football uh ashby brandon evansville if that co-op is approved that would move them up to 11-man football so uh we are in the seasons of change right now in high school sports around uh some of the things we've come to know for a long 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 time are uh well they're changing the times they are changing. And indeed they are. Um, if you want to hear any more about my turkey hunt, just ask me. My wife is sick of me repeating the story. So just catch me. I will tell you anything and everything you want to know. All right. See ya. There goes Corey Tackman. This has been the morning sports desk for Wednesday, May 3rd.